Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Cincinnati, Ohio. One more hour and I'll be home. Close my eyes and rest my bones. Can't be more than a mile or so from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to Hunt for Red's October podcast, episode 54, the Steve Foster edition. Steve Foster, famous for blowing his arm out on Late Night with David Letterman. I'm your host, Coop. With you tonight, we have some people to talk some Reds baseball and, more importantly, talk winter meetings. Coming back on the show is Burmy. Burmy, how you doing tonight? Great, Coop. Thanks for having me back. I'm uh, sitting here enjoying a nice glass of Cab Soft, and I want to give a shout-out to Ram, at Arnk Ram. Shout-out to Ram. We also have Branch on tonight. Branch, how you doing? I'm really depressed, but other than that, okay. What's got you down, big guy? The Reds, my favorite baseball team. They, they're my favorite team, too. Yeah, they've got, they've got me a little depressed right now. They keep on trying to get people, and nobody wants to play for them. So I'm sure we'll talk about it. Yeah, and that's probably not the podcast to get you all cheered up. Uh, but we got <laughs> But I know I it can, love all you guys. So I know, I know it'll cheer you up. I know it'll cheer you up. Ryan. Ryan's on the night. Hey, guys. Uh, first off, I would like to start off by uh, giving my oldest daughter a shout-out, Frankie. Thank you for listening. And uh, now that I've turned it off, what's up, fuckers? Hi. Hey. We got the woo on tonight what again. The, what the fuck? <laughs> woo, how are you doing? Doing all right. How's, how's, how are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. That's good. <laughs> and making her triumphant return, Emily, welcome back to the podcast again. Thank you for having me, and thank you for the personal invite to join the podcast today. Very appreciated. Well, after happy to be here. After the the death stare I got at Reds Fest, I had to ask you to be on. I'm glad my message was received. Very happy to be here. Thank you, Coop. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, why don't we jump into some hot fucking stove here? And as you know, as you should know, the winter meetings are going on right now. And if, if it's depressing you that all these other teams are signing free agents like Garrett Cole for $5 billion and uh, late-breaking Ken Rosenthal is reporting that the Angels are about to sign Anthony Rendon, the Reds, I mean, they haven't signed anybody since Moose, and it's not looking good that there's going to be any deals happening during the winter meetings. Now... Trade deals usually get their start at the winter meetings, so we won't hear anything on that probably until around Christmas if anything comes of it, or even later. But the free agents, there's a little bit of concern in Red's country. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. So, Burmy, are you concerned that the Reds are being talked about being in on these guys and they're not signing? Coop, I'd be more concerned had they not already signed Mike Ustakis. In the past, you know, they weren't even signing, you know, they weren't doing anything. We were sitting around hoping they'd trade Homer Bailey, seeing what would happen. I don't know. A whole, whole myriad of things could have happened. And I personally, you know, I'm not satisfied with just the one signing, but I was never in on Gregorius, as I made abundantly clear. Um, I am a little perturbed about the lack of the Blake Trennan signing or him going to the Dodgers today, that kind of sucks. One year, 10 million. Yeah. Uh, Thinking back, back to 2018, man, that guy's a fucking rocket. So you know, that's, un- that's unfortunate. Breaking news. Never mind. Yeah, I was just getting ready to interrupt. Never mind. Wait a minute. That's a fake account. Oh, <laughs> fucker. Okay. Fucker, sucker. Son of a bitch. Sorry. Oh that, is, that was Barry. Did I was guys, just about. Did you guys... Was it actually the troop lover? (laughs) Yes, it was. It was that close, but he's got the Ken Rosenthal in the picture, so I was like, "Wait, okay, all right." Oh my God! Wait, what? What was the tweet? We gotta read it (laughs) out. He tweeted that Uh, Rendon ate for two fifty. Oof. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, sorry about that. Almost got caught. Almost got caught. But yeah, the Blake Trinan was the one that I was the most upset about in the last thirty-six hours, I guess. Um, and I just want to say to Yankees fans, I can't laugh hard enough because I can't wait for that contract to come back and bite you in the ass. It's the Yankees, though. They got the money for it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not about the money. They, they don't care about the money. They care about the performance. So, That's true. I hope it falters year two, and then he gets traded and kicks ass somewhere else like Sonny Gray. Lou, give me your uh, thoughts so far on the Reds and the winter meetings. It's disappointing and kind of a failure at this point. Um, you know, they had some big things to address, and it's a lot to ask probably for a franchise that, you know, basically until this year had never really gotten a substantial free agent. Um, I mean, I've got some distinct thoughts on from all of them. Uh, you know, I don't know if we plan to dig into them later or not, but the, the team has gotten better a little bit. They still have big flaws to address, and um, it's looking more and more like uh, the trade market is where some of this is going to have to come from. Right now, they, they've got a lot of work to do if they want to make this a serious playoff contention team. Agreed. Ryan, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, I was not very happy the DD signed for only a year. I feel like the Reds could have given him more money and made him forget all about Joe Girardi, but I guess not. Um, well, I don't know. You got to make. I mean, the people have to want to come here too. Yeah, well, I, I mean, honestly, I understand Tanner Rourke wanting to go to the Blue Jays. That's a really good opportunity for him with a killer young core. So I, I can understand him wanting to do that. Um, you know, there's still Osuna out there. Castellanos is still out there. They're, I mean, they're from everything that we're reading, it seems like Osuna is their guy. They're just waiting to for him to decide that. Um, it almost feels like kind of like the Marlin situation last year where these agents are putting out there that the Reds are giving out these really good offers in order maybe to drive – the price up or to get other teams involved and the reds are just kind of getting their ass kicked by it. Um, I don't know. I'm still hopeful they can sign Osuna um, and maybe, you know, another, you know, some bullpen arms, a starting pitcher, the trade aspect of it. I, I, I don't know. I really don't know what's going to happen. Well, I'm not as concerned about the trades right now just because. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, look at everyone who signed. Grand all right. signed. DD signed. Those are the two guys that hurt, right? But like they weren't going to be in on Cole. They're not in on Rendon. Um, you know, the big guys have signed. That's the difference than, you know, years past is that usually those guys have waited until, you know, I mean, shit, last year it was basically spring training. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're not going to be in on those top flight guys. They're going to eat more in the middle. And, uh, you know, or as of now, they're just waiting for the guys to sign. Emily, your thoughts? Similar thoughts to everyone else. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Uh, I think that, you know, the red signing Moustakis was great. Like, obviously, definitely shocked everyone. I think, you know, it's definitely, like, I'm not, like, mad about that. I think what's frustrating is that, you know, you can't come out and say that you have all this money and you're excited to bring on new talent to the Reds. And then you've been out there for three days and you do nothing. So I think people are just kind of like, okay, is it basically same old, same old? Like, is this just what we should be expecting at this point? Because I don't doubt that the Reds have been involved in all these discussions, but at the same time, you've brought a set like next to nothing this week. So I'm just at the point now where might as well just chalk it up to chalk it up to a failure until, until proven otherwise. I mean, like there's some things I'm still intrigued by, but at this point, I'm just kind of operating under the assumption that nothing will happen. So, Branch. I'm, let's see, what's the best way to say this? I'm not upset with them not getting the particular players for the most part that they went after. I'm upset with the ability to sell the franchise, to sell the plan to those free agents. You know, Moustakas... Is, is a good sign. The team's better with him. But I think he can be an outlier in the point I'm trying to make because of the way he was done the last two years of free agency. You know, it, it, it hurt when Grandall didn't want to come here. It, it, hurt, it, it hurts that D.D. doesn't want to come here. It hurt that Wheeler didn't want to come to the Reds. And the, the problem I'm having is, to me, that seemed like management's plan A and they're not being able to execute it. And that's really got me frustrated because my, my faith in them was going like through the moon, right? 
and now I'm not. If you remember back to when the Cubs were on the cusp and they signed Rizzo, Rizzo came in going, I don't see why we can't be good next year. You know what? Nobody expected them to make the playoffs, and they did, and a year later they won the World Series. The lack of faith that the Major League Baseball players are showing us has me depressed because you know these are these are actual players. So what's going on that none of these players want to come to the Reds? It, when 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 we're being where it's being insinuated, we don't know numbers that the Reds are in on them and they're being competitive money wise, and well, that that has me very that that bothers me. It really really bothers me and and and, and scares the hell out of me. Well, why don't we why don't we dive into some of the details here on some of these guys who have apparently rejected the Reds? Uh, I mean, we've talked about Grandal before, but Didi Gregorius signs the one year, I believe, fourteen million dollar contract with the Phillies. Some of the reports had him choosing the Phillies over the Brewers, and I forget the other team, and don't don't didn't even mention the Reds. I mean, is it possible that there's still bad blood, or was well, there any bad blood? Well, I'm petty. I'm, I'm petty. I get D.D. not wanting to come there. I mean, you know, I tweeted out last night. It's kind of like a girl that chose another guy over you earlier in your life. Then here a couple years later comes in. Oh, I'm kind of interested in No, girl, you had your chance. You blew it. You choose another guy for me once. I'm done. Shout and I mean, basically, basically, the Reds at one time said, we believe in Zach Cozart more than you. That's true. You know, I mean, they. I'm petty. I, I would feel that in my soul. A lot of people are like, oh, no, they wouldn't. I would. I know me. Wu, jump in here on DD. It's it's a huge miss. At the end of the day, I understood people like I don't want to hand DD a four year deal. I got that right coming off injury, all that stuff. A one year deal, and to see that at fourteen mil, um, and then not to see the Reds mentioned as being in there at the end is a real head scratcher. It's it doesn't make a lot of sense. A, a one year deal would have just been ideal, in my opinion. Um, it, you know, people, hey, you know, I'm not big on DD, this and that, you, you know, compared to whatever this, uh, you got to look at what they have. And they've got Galvis at shortstop. He is going to be your starting shortstop next season pending a trade. There's no one else out there to go get in terms of free agency. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and that is a serious fault. That is not a playoff, a serious playoff team with him as your starting shortstop with, uh, you know, you can't afford to have an offensive hole at shortstop and a catcher. Just can't. You're not. You're not. It's, you're putting way too much on the pitching at that point. The only way you can carry Galvis as your starting shortstop is if you get two more bats somewhere else. Well, not only that, but I still think at the end of the day, you, you this offense has got to improve. And you look compared to where Galvis is at and where Didi's at. You look at their numbers historically. Um, last season, even you know it was a career best year for Galvis and a career worst for Didi. And he's coming off Tommy John. Um, to me, the taking a flyer on him is a, only a positive net gain, or at worst, even you know it, it's a worst case scenario. If if Didi again has a horrible season, uh, the odds Galvis is going to have another career year are probably you not unlikely. And sure, you threw some more money at it, but hey, you took a risk. You tried to improve the team. Anything in that deal, he just has to improve. You know, not even have a, a career high next year. Didi does. I mean, just go back to his career average, and you've got a significant improvement at shortstop. Significant one that you need to have if you're a serious playoff team. Um, and, and this, along with you know, we had the trying thing earlier where he went to the Dodgers for ten mil. These to me are signs of a botched rebuild because I kind of look at it in the terms of. If this rebuilds where it should have been, which it's at least a year, if not two, behind, uh-huh. and now now everything's truncated together, and you've got to basically, you know, ride a horse and shoot a gun and thread the needle, like all those three things at once, to that takes make talent. this a. It takes luck as well. I mean, you got to you got to hit some certain things, yep. just the right way, um, and if they were where they're supposed to be, they would then be able to take a risk. Like, well, sure, we'll take a risk on Didi. We'll take a risk on trying to. You know, coming back, we'll take that ten million out there and hope bank that he's going to come back. Um, I just think it's a sign and another effect of how Walt Jockety affected how this turned out at the end. And, and well, and Walt I, Jockety I just and, Bob, and Bob, yeah, yes, correct, yes. Yeah. And how 
the current front office is trying to make up for it. They're trying, but at the end of the day, it's just I I really I I would expect it to hear that the Reds ran on DD and they weren't. So it's it's just really disappointing to see that as as a one UD of fourteen million. That's not a lot of money for a guy that was probably more than likely going to help you significantly improve at a position that you needed to improve at. Yeah, it makes it honestly it makes me wonder if DD's rep- representatives told the Reds early on that he's not coming there. I mean, I I would yeah, hope I that's mean, you can't what it is. make people right. go there at the end of the day. Right. The only way you can quote make someone is to pay them, you know, and, and make them pay them significantly more. And maybe that's something that has to be done if if the Reds are going to pull this out. Ryan, jump in on Didi. I, I mean, I, I think Wu is pretty much hitting it right on, you know, right on the head there. This re, this rebuild is, has been a complete failure. They haven't drafted well because look, who have they really graduated from this rebuild? Like, that's a legitimate baseball player. I mean, Nick Senzel. Nick Senzel. But that's not right. really from the rebuild. That's just from sucking ass. <laughs> but that's and getting my thing. A high draft Nick Senzel. <laughs> and then last year they traded Jeter Downs, Josiah Gray, and Taylor Trammell from this minor league team. Mm-hmm. What are teams like? What what are the Yankees? The Yankees, their talent right now on the field have come from trades. Glaber Torres, Aaron Judge, they developed Stanton trade. Stanton was a trade, but Severino, they developed him. Gary Sanchez, they developed him. Rest are free I agents. The rest are free agents. Yeah, well, Aaron Hicks was a trade. They bought low on Aaron Hicks. Uh, Luke Voigt was a waiver claim. But what's the biggest thing? They've developed players. What happens when you develop players is you're able to go and sign big time free agents. Imagine if they had imagine if they had drafted well in that twenty sixteen draft of Sinzel. He's the only he's the only player well, for the Reds that has, that's made his debut. What I'm saying is they've they have they they have never built a core of young, cost controllable players that have become elite players. Well they did once and then Yeah, they did it once and they have not done it yet. I mean, and so they they can't they can't go out and spend the big time money because they haven't developed cost controlled players. That's why ever it's why the whole the whole organization is going to player development. Well, their Reds are because, like Mark Twain says: the Cincinnati's always behind on things. That's not an exact quote, but the Reds were behind on player development, and it's just and it now, shows. yeah, it's it just shows. now going into effect. So you won't reap because those benefits gonna, for a couple years. I know, but that, but that's 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 what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. what's that's the biggest failure right now. Like they, they, if they had a cost-controlled core of young players, they absolutely could go out and spend thirty-five, forty. Well, they could anyway, but thirty-five, forty million dollars on Rendon, and nobody bats an eye. And yeah. why is that? Yeah. It's because you have your shortstop and your second baseman and your center fielder all making five, seven, five to seven hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, you, you get what you get. What I'm saying. I got you. They have they haven't done the work. They failed in the international market so far. They've they yeah. haven't drafted well. Well, and they haven't developed well. They they and did. So now they're trying to band aid this motherfucker, and it's not working. They did hit on two international signings. One was Chapman, who we we won't even get into that because that just depresses me. And then yeah. Iglesias. But yeah, like Alfredo Rodriguez, seven million dollars. I'm talking about just now, just since, mm-hmm. just since they they pulled rug out and said hey we're selling everyone off and we're just gonna we're not gonna pay a lot of money on the major league payroll we're gonna invest it yeah. into scouting and signing international agents and and all this bullshit that they fed us for fucking what five years and and it hasn't and it hasn't come out like whenever they did whenever they did this and everyone knows this everyone gets on me because i don't want to trade prospects right now because and the reason why i don't want to trade prospects right now because we haven't fucking developed it and if we had like in 2016, if they would have drafted Bo Bichette instead of Taylor Trammell, oh my God, and maybe they could have developed him. And now you have a, sh- a sh- shortstop and a second baseman. Those Having those two players right there in the major leagues, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But they haven't drafted well. They haven't signed well. They haven't developed these players. I mean, look at the failures of Cody Reed, who was a top prospect at one point in time. Look what happened to him. I mean... And now they're trying to band-aid it with all these by throwing money at it, and it doesn't work. It's like the mid, it's like the mid two thousands all over again. And, and I, unfortunately, 
I'm actually worried it's, it's going to turn into that again. We're going to go out and buy all these middling, high-priced free agents, and maybe we get a playoff appearance out of it once out of three to four out of those three to four years. And then guess what they're doing? They're trying to trade all these guys off, and man, it's a fucking vicious cycle. Ryan, I've got breaking news. What's that? Chad Dodson wants me to tell you that you're dead to him. I know. Okay. Uh, Emily, jump in. Shout out! Shout out to Chad. Shout out to Chad. Emily, jump in on uh, the failure of signing DD. So I'm not, and this is just ignorance on my part, Coop. Was he only looking to do like a one or two year contract? Like, was he only looking for something that small? Uh, If you're looking for things that are small, talk to Phil. (laughs) This is not where I saw this going. Um, (laughs) No, he's not Phil. Fuck, no, he's not Phil's wife. Didi's not Phil's wife. Oh, thank God. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah we, there's no way to know. It, it, it sounds like a multi-year deals were coming in on an AV didn't like because mm-hmm. agent and him decided to go to a one-year deal thing, or because of his injury, getting over his injury last year, and then that way he can hit the market again next year. So and and hopefully get a higher, longer AV. He's making a bet on himself. Is what he's doing. Yeah. And I don't yep. know if the Reds were aware of that or. Maybe they offered him, you know, three years, twenty million or something, and maybe that was insulting. I, who knows? Yeah. Are we Cincinnati sportsing it and just saying there's always next year? I mean, I don't, I don't know how much patience people want to wait and put up with. I don't, I don't think that I'm okay with them not signing DD. I do agree with what Branch said that there is only a certain extent where he kind of wants to, you know, not only bet on himself, but be with a team that is going to sort of give him like a quote unquote, like fresh start, new perspective, not someone that had him and then lost him. I, it just makes me more intrigued to see what, what all, if anything is going to happen um, for the re- for the rest of winter meetings, but I am not heartbroken by not signing DD. All right. Burmy. Coop, I have two questions for you. I have two answers for you. Yes, you will. The first one, what were the teams interested in DD that DD was interested in? Uh, Phillies, Braves, and I can't remember the third. Not Braves, okay. Brewers, and I can't remember okay. the third. Okay, and then let me ask you a follow-up question. Mm-hmm. What would you say are the top, I will say five, perceived, not what you think, perceived as in what everybody's, you know, what you think the collective census, you know, consensus would be, uh, hitters in the game right now? Top hitters in the game, obviously Trout. Okay. Um, I would I would put Rendon up there. Okay. I, right now, sure. Um, Arenado. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Altuve. You're missing. Okay, this is. It just didn't go where I was hoping it would. Bregman. <laughs> okay, this is not going where I, I was hoping it would. Abort. I had you list the teams specifically because they have superstars on them. Harper and Yelich. Yelich. He wants. Harper, wants, I wouldn't put Harper yeah, up no, there no, with you. But Harper is still line of protection. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I said perceived. <laughs> Harper is perceived as a superstar. His numbers are up and down, but he's perceived as a superstar. Yeah, and he provides you with protection. That's true. The entire point is clearly he was looking at lineups that offered him protection because he was really good when he had elite protection and was healthy in New York. Shout to Jeremy for when he has elite protection. He doesn't. Anyways, he so DD much like many a Yankee hitter before him, Curtis Granderson. You know when they have all that protection around them, they really hit it hard. You know they really, you know they're really good at whatever hole they put them in, and that's what he's looking for now. That's why he's willing to bet it himself on a one-year deal, hitting behind Bryce Harper. I'm guessing in front of Bryce Harper plus Reese Hoskins. Like, he views it as enough. Like, just having Suarez and even that perceived, you know, hitting ability is still, you know, some people still don't give a shit about anything to Suarez, which is a travesty in and of its own right. But, you know, I don't think he saw enough of that in Cincinnati for him to even consider wanting to go with Joe in that lineup. Well, and uh, you got to figure Joe Girardi is probably a big draw. Haven't played for him. Oh, of course, of course. And a, guy, a, a guy who's won a World Series. Right. And in addition to Harper being on the Phillies, they did sign Zach Wheeler. So, I mean, the Phillies are making moves. Yeah, their pitching's good. Their starting pitching's right. good. So, and Derek, Derek Wheeler was another 
player that the Reds had interest in. I could, I'm I'm not really as concerned about that because it sounded like you know his wife's from Jersey. It's pro- that was probably a given that he was going to stay on on the on the East Coast. So I'm not as worried about that. Didi hurt, but you know Francisco Lindor is not going to happen. Corey Seager is not going to happen. I hate to sound like a pessimist, but that's just how it is. But you're completely right, though. It's they're not going to happen. Yeah. There are some. There was some news coming out of the winter meetings from John Morosi on players that the Reds are interested in outside of Marcelo Zuna. Because I think we've already, I think we've already beat the Marcelo Zuna drum enough. Uh, Morosi has the Reds, Blue Jays, Brewers, and Marlins showing interest in Cole Calhoun, who is an outfielder who's played his whole career with the Angels. He did hit 33 home runs last year. And that's about where the good news stops. Don't know about that. We also have uh, Morosi saying that the Reds, D-backs, and Astros have shown interest in Craig Stammen, who's a reliever. That's a possibility. You know, not to sound like Tom, but uh, Tom Brenneman, he is from uh, the Dayton area, I believe. So we would get to hear about that. Wu, let's start with you here. How does Cole Calhoun and uh, Craig Stammen hit you? Uh um, me too. <laughs> it it hits me. I mean, Cole was a 2.5 WAR last year, a 108 WRC plus. So, yay! Um, I mean, it, it's it's an improvement. Um, I would have to think he'd come a lot cheaper than Azuna. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, so I have I have some thoughts when it comes to Azuna or Castellanos. Um, I. I I think this comes down to how the Reds address like shortstop potentially or other needs. And I think they need to get an outfielder, sign a free agent outfielder. Ideally, I like, you know, Zuna or Castellanos before these guys, um, but they got to get one. I think that frees them up to make moves that include either Winker or Aquino in the trade and move an MLB bat to get, you know, to Houston for. Carrera or, you know, to get a starting pitcher or whatever they, they want to do from there because if, you know, Winker's a split, right? So, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, you like you like Winker over Azuna. I'm like, well, you know, at the end of the day, Winker's only going to play, you know, not even half the, you know. Well, he's, he's gonna he would split. play a little more than half the games. Correct. But, I mean, and you say, oh, we're going to platoon him. you got to compare those numbers, which is valid. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of player, there's a lot of teams out there that might take him or want to take Aquino. I mean, they're both four years left of arbitration. They paid like 580K. Um, I, I think that, and you could say, oh, make the deal first and then try to get the free agent. I just don't like that maneuver. Uh, I think you're left really holding uh, a lot of risk. <clears throat> and so I, I think they would need to get another outfielder to then be able to make the move to address the other part of the issue, which is shortstop. Uh, or maybe they get another, maybe they say, oh, we're going to ride shortstop and we're going to, you know, make some crazy trade to get a better center fielder or whatever. Um, or, or maybe starting pitcher. I don't know. I just think that that is the catalyst to, to make some of these trades more plausible. Um, because I think they're going to have to include an MLB player that is young and is cheap to grease the wheels, to make something happen. Well, and so I, that's the next place I would like to see them go in terms of free agent market. Well, and to follow up on that, Cole Calhoun is left-handed. So if you're if you're interested in him, yeah, you move Winker out. That, you that, know that, that it makes me think that Winker is pop, part, like you're saying, is perhaps on the move, or at least has been discussed in deals. I mean, because okay, you could look at it and say, oh, we can even move a cheap left-handed bat. We can take on a more expensive left-handed bat. Um, and still have a platoon, and maybe we can upgrade that platoon a little bit. There's a lot of flexibility there, you know. Or I, I just think it makes a lot of sense because you got to have a commodity, right? And they don't have any big trade chips. Yeah, they've got you know a couple prospects that can move here or there, but having cheap MLB talent, as you see, we've seen what the Astros are looking to do, is something that a lot of MLB clubs are going to want. They're going to want MLB talent that is on young and controllable. And that is your chip. That is probably that's going to be much more. Even if it's just, you know, they're coming into their prime because they're younger, much more valuable to to teams than a prospect's going to be. So it, it could get you even more. Um, so that's kind of where I'm hoping their head is at right now. Well, and 
to jump in on the Craig Stammen thing. I would be all over Craig Stammen. He he was with the Padres last year, 82 innings, 15 walks. Yeah. That's that's something you're going to look for in Great American Ballpark is somebody who doesn't walk people. Right. Yeah, I mean I mean, I mean, it doesn't knock your socks off. But I, I, I mean, I, I, whatever. You can backfill the bullpen at the end of the day, right? They, mm-hmm. Most of them are dime a dozen. It's it's a roll in the dice, see what happens, make adjustments as the year goes on. It's where it's nice to have some arms down in AAA that you can bring up and cycle through. Um, it's the offense. This team has to have a, a league average or better offense if they want to be a serious playoff contender. That's where it's all got to focus, got to be. We can try to get another pitcher. It'd be great. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um they, they got to improve this offense. Burmy. The one name that nobody's mentioned so far, maybe it's because Branch hasn't talked in a while. Puig. He, he played right field for the Cincinnati Reds at one point. His name's Yasiel Puig. And, uh, Are you eating? I had a handful of peanuts, yes. Can you put the, get the nuts out of your mouth and talk? The, I don't have them in my mouth anymore. <clears throat> I, was, I was actually, you know... Did he say he had a handful of penis in his mouth? He had a handful of nothing in his no, mouth. No, I'm not. I'm not Phil's wife. Continue. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I, I think it's funny that nobody is talking about Puig because him and Ozuna are the same fucking guy, and I bet Puig's cheaper. So the numbers are there. They're very similar. They're both corner outfielders. I mean, Puig's pretty dead set on right field, but whatever. They're very similar offensive players, and I, you know, I don't see the need to go out and get Marcelo Zuna for four years, sixty-five million, just to spend money. I would rather spend that money on, you know, better starting pitching, mm-hmm. you know, a better shortstop. Put in a, you know, sign Puig, and then you can go in and get a fucking trade. You know, go out there and get the Trevor stories of the world. I mean, shit, they said they'd trade Arenado today. The Rockies did. Guarantee you, they'd trade Trevor Story. What would that take? <laughs> you know, please don't get Trevor Story. His split, just, his splits are awful, out. home and away. I understand that, but Great American Ballpark is an easy place to hit. So is Wrigley. You know, so is Milwaukee. I mean, he's going to a he's going to a. I mean, the NLS is one of those divisions outside of Colorado. Where is it easy to hit? Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. He put he plays yeah. a lot of games in cavernous ballparks. Yeah. So. He plays a lot of games at home, obviously, and his numbers are good. And then he plays a lot of games at San Francisco and San Diego and Arizona, where it's hard to hit. Why well, I agree, the Reds shouldn't spend money just to spend money. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think they they still have to spend the money in some way, and sure. one way one way being a trade and taking on salary. Ryan, jump in. Like, yeah, that's, that's the other avenue. I'm okay with that too. I uh, you know obviously if they want to trade, Not get yet. a Carlos Correa or a. Corey Seager, sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Ryan, hop in here. Yeah. No, I I, I don't know. Dynamite dropping. I, I don't have anything to say at this point right now. Okay. Emily. Um, Emily. Dynamite dropping, Marty. I was trying to, to find the Rendon you. shit, and I completely like lost track of what I was going to try to say. So. We'll, we'll swing back around. Emily, jump in. Yeah. What was the, what was the question? <laughs> Yikes. I mean, the original question was about like Cole Calhoun and other players you'd want to go after, basically. Got you. Um, I don't know if I have any comments on him specifically. All right, let's go to Branch then. That's a big hell fuck no on Cole Calhoun. Yeah. Um, the relief pitcher. Uh, what's Stammen. his name? Craig Stammen. Stammen. Yeah, that. That's whatever. It's a relief pitcher. Sure, whatever. Uh, they're they're eventually going to have to get some of them. I mean, it's it. it you know, we're talking middle relief, not talking closure. It, it is what it is. Um, and with all the other stuff that's going on uh, that was brought up through all that, yeah, <laughs> there's a couple uh, people predicting Twigs only going to get a one-year, $8 million contract. Um, compare that to what we're hearing for Ozuna for four sixty-four, basically Moose's yeah. deal, uh, which, which, I mean – you know, there's 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 some validity to uh, you know the videotaping of a baseball coming off the end of a bat. I do believe in it. However, at some point, that video coming off the end of the bat has to apply to an actual stat line that's different than Blake's. I don't believe it's going to happen, 
and I'm going to die on this mountain, and I could be wrong. That's, I mean, that's the reason that Ozuna is a is a stat cast darling is because of his exit velocity off his bat and his hard hit rate. But there's a reason he's not done it. Apparently, he's got a very small window he hits into or something, you know. But he's not quite oh, done it. So I mean, I'm not big. I'm not hush. I'm not big <laughs> on it. I'm not big on the Azuna thing, and it's just the way it is. The Reds what? are in really. Can I throw out crazy. one little bit of information for you? Oh God, go ahead. Okay, like last year's BABIP was two fifty nine. I'm aware of that. Career low, and its career average is three fifteen. I'm aware of that and also. He, and he, even with that, he still greatly outperformed Puig. I'm just, I know you love for Pig, Puig. Do and you want to up. spend $64 million or $8 million and get roughly the same output with better defense? I'd rather have Castellanos. Yeah. Well, that's fine, too. I mean, last year is a... Oh, my God. He was a one point... Puig was 1.2 or Azuno was a 2.6. Are you going to find three more stats so, and try to bludgeon it to death? I'm you not. Want to I'm just going to try to and bludgeon <laughs> and bludgeon <laughs> and bludgeon those three goddamn stats. I will over never and fucking double, over again. I will never really question your love of Puig. That's never. Oh. That's never going to happen. It just makes is no double, sense to go after Ozuna with Puig right war. there. Don't make me is pull this car war. over. He's <laughs> double his <laughs> war last for one season. He has he had double the war for one season. Is that worth eight times the salary? Exactly. <laughs> okay. So it just makes no sense. Well, and, and Puig will have to want to come back too. I'm a man. And Azuna I'm would 40. have to want to come here too. And right now, Azuna's like, uh, we I'm not for your offer on the table. I'm guessing it's the Reds, and I'm guessing he doesn't want to play here. No, that's fun too. Just because of the track record of every other free agent so far. Okay. So um I'm I'm ready now. Hey Ryan, <laughs> go ahead. Um, go ahead. Okay, so um, uh, okay, so Asuna, honestly, I I think with the reports coming out, I think the Reds probably have the best offer in. That's why you're hearing about the Braves now. I think he's trying to leverage the Cardinals to up their offer or at least offer him a contract. Um, I think he really wants to go back there. But obviously, if they're not going to play ball with him, I think he's going to sign somewhere else. Hopefully, that's with the Reds. Cole Calhoun, I would totally sign him in like March, and yeah. that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I got like I have no like a fallback. He is literally he he hit thirty three home runs, which I believe is a career high, and the ball literally has Jose Canseco's blood running through it. That's how juiced it is. So. Um, no thank you on Cole Calhoun, unless, of course, as Wu was saying, um, you know, we're going to sign Calhoun because we're going to trade Winker, um, to get some other talent. Um, Stammen, fine, but also kind of like whatever, because, you know, you have, you have bullpen arms in the system. You know, there's Cody Reed, uh, Big Sal, um, Lucas Sims, um, pretty much whoever else is in fun to play. Uh, Tony Centian can come up uh, at some point. It's a need bullpen help. So I mean, I, I I don't I'm not big on paying for for bullpen unless you're paying for the high end elite bullpen. Other than that, you know, a failed starter can go out and get a three and a half ERA out there. You know, um, so. As far as other guys, everyone knows how upset I was when this dreadful fucking organization traded my baby boy Puig and my youngest son, Taylor Trammell, for the piece of shit that is Trevor Bauer. Um, and just look at my timeline from that night to see how upset that I was. I would love nothing more for Puig to come back, but I think when they traded him, I think that they were saying goodbye. So... I don't know if that's going to happen. I would, I would love nothing more, um, but I also see why they like Osuna. Yes, um, uh, Branch, don't listen because I don't want to trigger you again. Um, Osuna is the Statcast darling, so uh, I don't know. Just fucking sign somebody. All right, breaking news, and I might have called this before we started recording. There's a guy with a check mark saying Rendon to the Angels seven and two sixty. 
I say I said seven and two fifty, so I was close. To yeah, some, you're closer. I said seven three hundred. You're closer. I've never heard the guy's a meteorologist in Washington, so I don't know. How. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Okay, Several, so I, next people. Uh, hold on, Joel. Joel Sherman is saying that word is it will take seven years to get Rendon. Arenado got eight and two sixty. Arenado's average annual value is thirty two point five. Expectation is Rendon gets seven. His annual average annual value will top Arenado. Nothing final. Angels front runner for now. Bob Nightingale says Rangers are out. That it's the Angels. I also heard Dodgers are out now too. Like they're they cooled off. So it's probably pretty much we we haven't heard the Reds. It's pretty around. much the Angels. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard the Reds are out. All right, so quickly, our next topic. Just uh, yeah, Morosi is saying Rangers are out. Just want to do like a quick, like quick lightning round of guys who haven't been mentioned with the Reds that you would like to see the Reds go after. And I'm going to start because it's my fucking podcast. I'm going to say Rick Porcello because Rick Porcello of blood, he is probably going to want a one-year deal as like a bounce back. Put him with Derek Johnson. I'm just saying it could be something. Branch, you go. Other than Puig. Uh, Yeah, you took mine. Uh, Actually, I don't mind Corey Dickerson, but you you took mine, my obvious one, was Costello, because the guy does nothing but eat innings. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's just what he does. He's kind of Bronson Aurora in that way. And he's also won a Cy Young, so, you know. True. There's that. And he's um, looking to bounce back. You know, but, but but I think Dickerson didn't mainly Dickerson because didn't he hit like a son of a bitch in, in Great American Ballpark? Uh, I know pretty he, certain on that. I know he killed him when he was with the Pirates. I'm not sitting here with a laptop to look mm. it up and all that, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the, like, yeah with the Pirates. He, yeah. Pretty yeah. sure he killed him. Ryan. So Dickerson. Ryan, give us your quick. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I really like Dickerson as well. If they miss out on Asuna. I don't think they're in on slots. Uh, I think Dickerson is a, a really good uh, option to fall back on. Uh, shit ton better than Cole. Um, I would really like for them to go to the Boston Red Sox and say, hey, guys, we will take Na- either Nathan Neovaldi or David Price. You have to say Ben and pair them, pair them with Ben and God, Tom Burnham with the dick would be so hard. Oh my God! It would just be from Madeira. Yes, you know. From Madeira, the pride of Madeira, the pride of Zah. Exactly, exactly. Just him jerking off while he's trying to. He's explaining Benintendi coming to the bat. But uh, <laughs> which, I would which like left fielder would he jerk off harder to, Benintendi or Schwarber? Yes. Oh my God! Oh yes, just yes. You know what? If if the Red Sox. All right, Ryan. This was a lightning round, so. Oh, sorry, sorry. So yeah, that's what I like. You're fired. That's what I like. Burmy. Hyunjin Ryu. Oh yeah, I think he would play well at Great American Ballpark. Hyunjin Ryu, give me a left-hand starting pitcher. That's not last time outside of like Cody Reed and John Lamb. When was the last time the Reds had a a left-handed starting pitcher for longer than I don't know seven minutes? John Smiley. The last time they had one, they turned him into a closer. Pete Shirt. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Eric Eric Milton. Oh, okay. Woo. Woo, jump in with your lightning round guy who's not on the radar that you'd like to see. Uh, this is tough. Uh, any outfielder who has a decent bat, I guess. But uh, specifically, uh, you know, if they're trying to pick up a pitcher, um, I know he's old, and but he'd be on the cheap. Uh, Gio Gonzalez, you know. He played with the Brewers last year, real cheap. Yeah. 40, 34 left-hander. Uh, I think he's $2 million last year. You know, he put up decent number, 1.4 war, uh, you know, ex-FIP of 4.45. So, you know, if you wanted to round out the rotation type of guy, if you're looking for that, if they move somebody else. So, I don't know. Didn't have a little time to think, I'm so gonna just going to throw that out there. Emily, go ahead. Hot man to interrupt. Hot at the presses at Ken Rosenthal, Rendon, and Angels in agreement on seven years, one hundred forty-five million dollar contract. Two forty-five. Yep. God, I almost fucking nailed that. Yep. Nightingale is also seeing seven and two forty-five. The dream is over. Anyway. Shout out to Chad Dotson. <laughs> Again. I love you, buddy. 
Also, Mitch Hanniger and his broken testicle. I wouldn't mind taking a run at him. Uh, but let's Ooh, move. Yes. Let's move on to some listener questions. We've got a lot of listener questions, and we've been recording for almost an hour, so we're probably going to have to skip a few of them. I asked the Twitter first to use the hashtag Mike Moose Knuckles to ask their questions. And like I said, we got a ton of them. Bernie asks, hashtag Mike Moose Knuckles, will my dad ever come home? No. Your dad's gone. He's never coming back. <laughs> Stephen Offenbaker, the host of the Reds Alert podcast, he asks, hashtag Mike Moose Knuckles, with Didi off the board, thoughts on the Reds signing two outfielders, moving Senzel to third and Gino to short. I would move Senzel to short and leave Gino at third, and I would still be for signing two outfielders if you move Senzel to short. What are your all's thoughts? I like it. I would love to know who decided Senzel could not be a shortstop. Nobody's ever said it. I think he could I want play. To know. I think he could play there. He looked fine in spring training, a couple games he had, and we keep on hearing over and over, with shifts, how much does it matter, blah, 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 blah. I mean, if you get two, three war outfielders and you move Senzel to short, I'd do that. Senzel could totally play shortstop for a season two. Yeah. Sure. Plus, it bring him closer to being able to play every position. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm for it. Major League Emmendale. Yeah. So Buckeye State, you here for it? Good. But <laughs> Buckeye State Sports at Ohio Sports 19. He asks, hashtag Mike Moose Knuckles, how long would it take for Bob Castellini to beat the shit out of Phil? <sighs> Who's to say that hasn't happened before? First of all, Bob would <laughs> Bob would pay someone to have it done. Yeah. So Bob, Bob himself wouldn't do it. Bob doesn't get his. Well, then how old? How old would that guy be? But he wouldn't pay. But he wouldn't pay too much. He would pay under league average. Yeah, he'd probably get like some guy at the backside of his career and be like, "Here you go." Yep. Uh, Josh Rutherford <laughs> asks hashtag Mike Moose Knuckles. Why wasn't Daniel Ray Herrera the namesake of the Number Fifty Two podcast? Because we like stories and goofiness. So, and while he did throw eighty three mile per hour fastballs, that just didn't make the cut. So our friend Jesse Byrne from Australia at JBSON1992, he asks, hashtag Mike Moose Knuckles, do you guys think Jesse Winker will be on the team come spring training? Also, has anyone heard or tasted Vegemite? Cheers and cheers. Uh, I don't know what Vegemite is. Oh, is my God. I it. It. It is my awesome. best friend is Australian. What, what is Vegemite? It's dog shit. Uh, it's What? It's a veggie peanut buttery thing. It's like Australians Nutella. It's weird. Um, I love it, but I like everything, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, no, my, it's my dog best shit. Too. Is, uh, Everybody says it's dog shit. My it best friend's Australian. Let me try it. It's not you're good. not. You're not. Vegemite is good. You. Uh, you're not getting me to want to try Vegemite by calling it dog shit. You, Coop, you you don't like a lot of things. You probably no. wouldn't like it. Okay. I really enjoy it. Like I've ordered it off. What the do you internet. What do you put it on? Like bagels and shit. Just bread, dude. It's like sandwich. So what's <laughs> what's the what's the texture of this Vegemite? Peanut butter. It's kind of thick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of thick. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm kind of thick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With two C's. Ooh. Thick. Erotic. So, for the other part of Jesse's question about Winker be on the team come spring training, I think it's oh yeah, right. 50, of course, 50, baseball. 50, 50 I would say. We I just don't it's know. More, it's probably more than that now. I think it's more likely he's gone because they've missed out. But that's me. Right, and we just don't know what we don't know yet. But I'll say fifty fifty. Since he Reds fan man at since he Reds fan man asks hashtag Mike Moose Knuckles. How would you force free agents to come to Cincinnati when they don't want to come to Cincinnati? Kidnapping? Um, we leave the kidnapping to Todd because he, yeah. he had to have kidnapped his wife. There's no other explanation. Shout out to Todd. We uh, should have. We should have. We should ask Todd to be on now. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, Ryan, we're gonna skip your question <laughs> because I don't want to get into that. Jacoby season. <laughs> at uh, disappointed Colts fan at Midwest or bust. He has hashtag Mike Moose Knuckles. And this is a good one. Who hits more home runs in 2020? Moustakis, Gino, or Aquino? I'm going to go with Gino. What do you all think? Uh, he just hit 49, so right. I'm going with Gino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless he gets hurt or something. I think his home runs, I think his home runs regresses a little bit. 
but um, I definitely think it's the most on the team, probably. I think we're in agreement. So Derek Dietrich's son at Born to Disappoint. That's a great. That's a great at. He has a few questions here. <laughs> Hashtag Mike Moose Knuckles. What are your thoughts on Starling Marte, and what would it take to get him? I would love to have him. I think. I think it would cost too much. Which outfielder is best for the Reds? Uh, I still think Castellanos. And then his last question is about DD, which we already kind of beat to death. Uh, Starling Marte, what would you all give up for him? Just shout it out. I'd give it's up co- well, catching ahead. prospect. It, it's going to cost you Stevenson. Fuck that. And I would, I would almost do it. I'm, it that's a tough call. I'd do it. No. I don't. I don't think the Reds will look at it that way, but I would do it. Yeah, I, it, he's still just a prospect. Yeah, I give up India. I give up India. He's completely blocked. Has nowhere to play. Give up India. Get an outfielder for a couple years. Give him, give him Tucker Barnhart. <laughs> they need a catcher. He's going to the Astros. Remember? Oh yeah. Next question comes from Doug Shouse, as the whistle whistleblower at Minardi Ceiling. Fun fact: He's the one who designed the uh, logo for podcast. Emily, you're awful quiet. So I'm going to have you answer this one. If Lynn Bowden could play baseball, I think the obvious question here is, would Pete Rose still be a piece of shit? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Lynn Bowden, the Horning Award winner for 2019 for most uh, versatile player in college football. Oh, that's a nice consolation for you guys. God damn it. Uh, Roger Fletcher (laughs) at (laughs) rfletcher247. His 300-yard rushing game against Louisville. Fuck you, Jared. It was very impressive. Yeah, shout out to Louisville for getting spanked. Uh, he asked, uh, hashtag Mike Moose Knuckles, am I the only one who thinks Winker can put up the same numbers as Ozuna with a full healthy season? Well, there's a problem there, Roger. He hasn't had a full healthy season, and David Bell just will not play him against left-handed hitters, or left-handed pitchers, I mean. So, yeah. Anyway, Bill, Will, Will, Will Harmon at uh, OBC2, he asked without the hashtag, will you be reducing the shoutouts this episode? No, Bill. We do shoutouts here. Shout yeah, what kind out of fuckery is that, Bill? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we got to shout out Kev. Shout out to we Kev. Yeah, we missed him last time. Yeah. Uh, he, he was too busy procreating to be on tonight. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Shout Kev. out to Bill. Shout out to Bill. Uh, Steve Ortlieb, who was on the uh, Reds Fest podcast, he asked a question. Hashtag Mike Moose Knuckles. And this is this is a pretty good question. Thoughts on signing Cesar Hernandez and just hoping someone sticks at shortstop. Good on-base percentage guy. He had a 2.5 war, was non-tendered by the Phillies. How does Cesar Hernandez fit fit you in at uh, like a shortstop? I'd take it. It depends on how much, I guess. Yeah. He's not a shortstop, though. It's slightly better than uh, Galvis. Definitely better than Galvis. Yeah, I mean, it's not. But when they, when they played together, Galvis was a shortstop. Hernandez was the second baseman. Right. Hernandez, he's not a he's not a shortstop. Yeah. So just fucking move Sinzel there. Like uh, we said two years isn't ago. Isn't Galvis supposed to be like a shortstop whisperer or something? So like he's like move Sinzel there, let Galvis teach him, you know? I don't know. Yeah. He's a clubhouse guy from what everyone says on Twitter. I don't give a fuck about the clubhouse. Yeah, I don't either. Average Great Joe. Hair. Yeah. Average Joe, uh, we already talked about Puig, so we're going to skip that. Jonathan Webster at jwebster10. Shout out to Jonathan. He asks, hashtag Mike Moose Knuckles, will the Angels waste Trout like the Bengals wasted A.J. Green? Nice. That's that taking a significant turn <laughs> tonight. That, that did not age well. Yeah. Yeah, since they just signed Rendon. Um, I'm going to say no. The Bengals obviously are going to waste A.J. Green because the Bengals are the worst run organization in professional sports. So, yeah. Ken, who could not be on tonight, obscure former Reds, he asks, hashtag Moose Knuckles, Mike Moose Knuckles, if Nick Crawl had fought Coop at Reds Fest, who would have won? Emily, me or Nick Crawl, who you got? Mm, Okay, so I have a few takes on this. But to you, Bree, I think that... Nick Crawl wins <laughs> because I think that Nick Crawl would like. I think that you would swing first, and he would dodge and just run away. And this is somebody who wants to be on the podcast more. Of course, Coop, I got you. Right. I do think that Coop does, is just that aspect. 
Ryan. Well, Coop, if you if you saw the the um the press conference with Moose from uh, the the night before Reds at Reds Fest, um, you know Nick Craw, he's a mean looking motherfucker, <laughs> and quite honestly, I love you. But oh he, fuck you! He'd right. probably kick your ass. Woo. I I don't care. Thank you, Branch. <laughs> Size matters. Coop, you right. got him. That's right. Burmy. It it just depends on who uh, grabs those titties the longest, you know. I think that's what your fight would come down to, Coop. Thank you. So half of you don't have any faith in me, and Wu doesn't care. So that should move us on pretty to on, the, pretty on brand for, <laughs> for pretty on brand for Wu. Uh, that should move us on to the Tom Brennan Memorial Corn Hog of the Week. Uh, we'll go around the uh, virtual room here, and everybody will nominate their biggest dick of the week. And let's start with Branch. Branch, give me your cornhog of the week. Brian Cashman. For giving out $300 billion? Yeah, because he's got all that money to spend. I'm just butthurt about it. <laughs> Lou. Uh, Jonah Carey. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. New, uh, Fuck uh, that new, guy. New charges, eight new charges on top of what he had for uh, assaulting his wife and uh, the kid. With a weapon, and let me let me say something on here. Top of that, so. and I and I I don't mean to throw a lot of people under the bus, but a lot of people sucked this guy's ass for years in the baseball community, and nobody knew he was a piece of shit. Come on, I'm not saying with everybody. Well, apparently, the women the women in the industry did, and nothing. And I'm not saying nothing was ever said like it's their fault, but like right. But a lot of times, people don't listen to like the, the women. Even right, when, it, exactly. when it comes to stuff yeah. like that, yeah, yeah, and I mean, I saw a tweet today. Someone was like, "I th- this guy was my friend, and I had no idea, I never saw anything, but apparently, the women knew." <laughs> right. So. so, Ryan, your corn hog of the week. Uh, my corn hog of the week uh, will be Walt Jockety for completely fucking this rebuild in the ass. Nice, Burmy, corn hog of the week. Any grown man that ran around Red Fest like a fucking moron trying to get autographs. That's going to be hard to fit in 25 characters. Binder guy. <laughs> it's, it's binder guy. Binder guy, okay. Binder guy. Yeah, the bu- yeah but we're going to have to elaborate yeah. on what binder guy is. Binder guy is the guy who walks around with the binder of baseball cards, pushing kids and women out of the way as players go from appearance to appearance. Nick Lodolo, to- Nick Lodolo, Nick Lodolo, Nick Lodolo. Yeah. And we talked about it a little bit on the Reds Fest podcast, but kids, I'm fine with. Adults, you wait in line anybody else. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Emily, your biggest dick of the week. Biggest dick of the week is probably going to be the guy at Reds Fest who didn't understand when I said GABP to him what that was. I just don't. You're at, you're at Reds Fest. Try to be a little <laughs> less stupid. Thank you. All right. So for my cornhole of the week... I'm going to go with Scott Boris because fuck that guy. He doesn't need all that money. He's got a big dick. So that guy's got. <laughs> Thank you. So that about wrap up this edition of the podcast. <laughs> we'll go around the room here and have everybody give their final thoughts. And let's start with Emily. Give your final thoughts. Final thoughts. Nick Williams, make me proud. Please and thank you. And, and Coop, thank you for having me on. You're welcome, even though you think Nick Crawl could kick my ass. I do think that Nick Crawl will beat you in a fight. I'm sorry. I want to believe in you, but I just think that Nick Crawl's going to win. Burmy, your final thoughts. Um, I am very excited for the college football playoff. I won't comment on the final rankings because I don't really want to have the SEC versus Ohio State argument again. But uh, I'm excited for the potential of a Joe Burrow versus Ohio State championship game. So that's what I'm raving about also i'm excited to watch the army navy game this weekend i always think it's fun army navy is always a good game i agree it's with always, that. it's fun the weather sucks the teams run the ball the whole time it's like you lynn know. bowden <laughs> yeah i don't know it just it's it's, it's it's a historic matchup of two used to be good teams that don't commit a lot of penalties it's just it's like watching a better high school game and i think it's really fun ryan your final thoughts my final thoughts are just go sign someone and draft and develop better talent. Also, uh, go Army, beat Navy. Woo, your final thoughts. Go uh, spend some money, but spend smart. Don't 
don't uh don't overpay just to uh make a make a splash on a mid-tier free agent you know um let's give uh, reds country something to get a ex- little bit more excited about i think uh this week's been kind of a, a big downer so hopefully uh they, they can they can pull something out here all right branch your final thoughts nick dick um regroup restructure yourselves a little bit kind of gather yourselves it seems like you are i'm hoping that you can get get your 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 stuff together kind of learn how to be proactive and not reactionary would be my way to put it i guess all right uh for final thoughts i wanted to give a big shout out to the sponsor of the podcast the cincy sports gallery and Callie. Callie and her family did a lot of work over the weekend for reds fest and every time I saw them with 20 people waiting in line to buy or to ask about something, I was like, eh, that sucks, as I walked around with my beer. But shout out to Callie. So, for Burmy and Emily and Ryan, Wu, and Branch, this is Coop saying we will talk to you later. Cincinnati, Ohio.